Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. An incredible new scientific report was just published in the journal Nature, and it kind of goes over this really interesting new use case where they actually used AI to help them expand scientific discoveries by predicting um, and generating hypotheses that humans might not have considered. So the idea behind these is that they were... Um, essentially, the researchers built these models that generated scientifically promising, quote unquote, alien hypotheses that would be very unlikely for an actual person to uh, predict or to come up with. So I think this is really interesting. Today on the podcast, we're going to be diving into what uh, the implications of this are and how this model actually works and some of the findings of the model. So without further ado, let's jump into it. I think the research team was led by James A. Evans, the Max Paveley professor in the Department of Sociology, um, and also the director of the Knowledge Lab. And this uh, this whole research report kind of takes AI a step further. They, they essentially develop models that um, skirt human inference to generate what are you know called these alien hypotheses, which essentially um, I think really open up a lot of scientific possibilities that humans might only consider in the distant future, if at all. So um, the, these essentially are hypotheses that are very unlikely for a human to come up with. Um, and so by being able to come up with those and by being able to test those, this brings a whole new field of what we're actually able to predict um, and discover in science thanks to AI. Uh, this is what Evans said about it. He said, our research aims to go Um, At going beyond the current scientific frontier, by understanding what people are doing, we can both enhance prediction and outpace them to fast-track science, more so by identifying what people can't do or won't be doing for years to come, we can bolster them with this complementary intelligence. So AI models trained on published scientific findings have previously been used to innovate um, valuable materials and targeted therapies, but... A lot of those same models often overlook the human component. So essentially, like the dynamic distribution of scientists engaging in the process. So this study that just came out, it kind of looks over how human um, competition and collaboration research could influence AI's potential if they were uh, built aware of human expertise. So by simulating reasoning processes via random walks across research literature, the team ventured to predict future discoveries. So they started with a property um, like COVID vaccination, and then they leaped to uh, related papers or cited materials. Um, And after running millions of these quote-unquote simulated walks, um, their model significantly outperformed with a 400% improvement in predicting future discoveries, um, particularly when relevant literature was pretty scarce. So that's usually a pretty big roadblock, and that's why it's super impressive that it was able to do that um, in that case. So I think impressively, it also managed to pinpoint over 
40% precision in the actual individuals would likely make these discoveries. So as it recognized their unique experiences or, or, or connections to the topic. So this to me is quite amazing because really what they're doing is they're able to look at, you know, who's published what, who's talking about what, what scientific discoveries we need to make. It's, it's you know, coming up with this alien hypothesis of um, something and then it's being able to say, Based off of this alien hypothesis, who would make this discovery based off of all the literature that's been published? And with a 40% accuracy, they were able to predict. Of course, you know, they'll retroactively do this in the past, but now we can start doing this into the future um, and predict who will make a discovery. So if you have this kind of knowledge, you can see the power here, right? Um, you're essentially able to say, well, you know, if we want to get X, Y, and Z outcome, uh, we're going to need X, Y, and Z person to be working on it. And then you're able to get those scientists to actually start working on, you know, whatever the specific thing you're trying to accomplish is. And with a 40% accuracy, that is incredibly higher than just having, you know, random scientists working on it. You're getting people that have the actual expertise, um, that have knowledge in all the specific areas. I think this is going to be a really big breakthrough for scientists and for scientific discovery. Um, and this is what Evan says about it. He said, we've essentially created a double, uh, yeah, digital double of the scientific system, allowing us to simulate likely occurrences and experiment with alternative possibilities. The system has a capacity to shed light on the inherent limitations of our current scientific practices, um, especially those aspects like graduate education, which seems to prioritize job marketability over discovery, right? This is a common problem that we have um, with the this kind of graduate education. Um, and of course, at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, job you know, job market marketability is not that important when, you know, compared to actually discovering um, things and discovering new drugs or new um, therapies or new um, innovations in science. So the team's second experiment after that first one asked the AI model to identify scientific predictions that are plausible but least likely to be discovered by humans. So, you know, these alien hypotheses um, or complementary inferences. So these are likely to be better than human inferences as humans often exhaust an existing theory or approach before starting to look at a new one. So in contrast, these models step into uncharted territory steering clear of common human scientific patterns. So Evans, who kind of was leading the study, he argued um, that viewing AI as an attempt to replicate human intelligence, um, which is echoing, you know, Alan Turing's concept of the imitation game, does very little to accelerate our problem-solving capacity. So he says we should actually aim for a radical augmentation of our collective intelligence. And this is specifically what he said, quote, Individuals in fields like science, technology, and culture often try to stay close to the pack to maintain influence. Our models counterbalance this bias by following signals of scientific plausibility while, con uh, while consciously avoiding the pack. And, uh, you know, he said that because I think this really allows AI to venture outside of current methods and collaborations. And I think this is actually going to enhance humans' capability for, exp uh, for, exp for exploration because we're really getting beyond what we traditionally do. We're getting beyond the traditional patterns that science follows um, and being able to think outside the box in a new way. So Evans proposes this shift in the AI paradigm from, quote, artificial intelligence to radically augmented intelligence. So that's what he says that, you know, the paradigm shift needs to be. But I think really what this means is it kind of implies a deeper study of individual and collective cognitive capacity. So understanding human limitations and designing systems to compensate for these is, I think, at the end of the day, going to be the most effective thing that we can do. He said, 
By learning more about human cognition, we can deliberately design systems that account for its limitations, leading us to a more collective understanding. So I think really a key takeaway from all of this um, is the potential for AI to illuminate some of the blind spots in human scientific exploration. I think the concept of alien hypothesis suggests that while human scientists are primarily concerned with immediate and familiar research avenues, AI can actually look a further um, and it can actually go and identify promising but less considered pathways. So these inferences, which are considered alien because they are, you know, rarely ventured into by humans, I think these are actually going to bring some massive advancements in science. I think that harnessing the underutilized areas of the scientific landscape is going to be what makes um, some of our biggest discoveries. And I, this is exactly what AI is going to excel at and what this AI they've developed is doing right now. So I think this concept of, you know, quote unquote, radically augmented intelligence um, offers a very compelling new direction for AI. I think it's an approach that doesn't just aim to mirror human thought process, but actually like um, aims to challenge, augment, uh, you know, and really complement them. So enhancing overall our collective understanding and capacity. Um, I think that by implementing this vision in particular, I think we're going to unlock a lot of different avenues for scientific discovery. Um, and of course, these are ones that may have otherwise remained undiscovered. And so I think because of that, this is going to lead us into an entirely new approach of scientific innovation and understanding. If we really follow um, what came out of this study, what they learned, what the key takeaways were, I think this is going to unlock a lot for us. Um, I think at the heart of this study overall is kind of the idea that AI can and should be designed to operate beyond the, you know, the confines of, you know, existing human thought processes and biases. Um, but I think that in doing this, we're actually going to be moving towards a future where AI, rather than simply mirroring human intelligence, actually broadens it. Um, and I think the consequences of this could be a total, you know, a total paradigm shift in how we actually utilize AI in scientific discovery um, and reshaping, perhaps, you know, like the nature of research and innovation as we see it today. So I think this is going to be amazing. I think this is going to open the doors of a future filled with um, a lot of scientific discovery. This is something I'm going to be following closely and I'm excited to take you along and I'll continue reporting on it in the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.